The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Another week, another round of footy, but still the same three blokes. Welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick, Callum and Riley talking all things round seven. And we're going to discuss uh, the review of round six as well. Boys, welcome to the new episode of uh, Three Blokes. How are we going? Good, mate. How are you going? Going good. Going good. Hello. Hello. Hey, Cal. Uh Three wins. How good? Three wins. Yeah, we're all uh, starting to perform a little bit better, maybe. I, I don't think it was because I performed. I think it was just because I was up against someone who wasn't great. <laughs> I think That's all right. You take them. I do take them. Thank you very much. Put it in the bank. Yeah, so uh, all three of us got wins for round six, which was good. Um, Cal, mate, we're going to start off with you. How did your team go? Yeah, not too bad. Um, what did I score last week? I scored 832, which, you know, I was hoping to get a little bit higher, but with Payne Haas out and not having Nathan Cleary in my team, I think I did reasonably well. Um, I did one trade last week. I bought in Ruben Cotter. Oh, sorry, I did two trades. Mm-hmm. I bought Ruben Cotter in um, for Jai Arrow, and I also... Um, Brought in cooler for Billy Smith, which, as we'll discuss later, was probably not the best move, but uh, we'll move into that. Uh, other than that, Harry Grant, he was my best performer, 77. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God I captained him because I don't think I think I had one only one other person, two other people that scored over 50. So, yep, a little bit rough there, but my rank now is 1927. So, I've dropped pretty much a thousand ranks, which is good. Well done, mate. It's a great effort from you. Um, I'll get in mine before we get in the next. Is that all right, Nick? Is that all right, mate? All good, mate. You go. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. So I made two trades as well. Um, I traded in Sexton and I traded in one of my cash cows. I, um, I can't remember who I traded in, uh, but ultimately they gave me enough money to bring in Harry Grant, which was good. So I brought him in. So my overall score was um, 761 which isn't great, but I got the win. So it doesn't really matter now, does it? Uh, my ov- overall rank now is 18,619. So a lot to improve on there. Uh, I captained DCE, which, it, look, it was the safe option, but um, he actually didn't score as well as he has been. He only got 56, so 112 with the captaincy on him. Harry Grant, like I said, and Callum said, 77. Uh, Yo from Panthers, he got 77 as well. Um, and yeah, uh, Will Penasini was probably the biggest surprise for me this week, scoring a, a good 55. So not too bad. Yeah, Penasini did well, didn't he? Playing on a wing, especially since they lost as well. How's <laughs> yeah, happened with the result? <laughs> Anyone put a multi on the Tigers to win, by the way? No, I had that. I, I mentioned it on this podcast last week. I've had the um, Tigers to win and the Broncos to win. Yeah, right. Like Did you hear lost. about old mate that put $100,000 on Parramatta to win? Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I saw that. Oh. <laughs> I hope he's got enough money. Surely he has a lot of money if he's doing that bet. If not, oh, unlucky. <laughs> West That's Tigers. Crazy. Wow. What a game though. 
was a good game, mate. It was a great game. Uh, Nick, how did your team go, mate? Yeah, mate, I scored 851. Let me just double check that is correct. Yep, 851 last week. And I am now ranked 6,115, which is uh, all right. I didn't, make, I didn't make any it's trades last week. Yeah, I moved up about 3,000 places last week, which is great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I captain Nathan Cleary because I already had him from the previous week and he scored 93 by himself so 186 um tommy starling got 56 and uh chris randall was my next best with 52 yeah so um yeah i ended up playing had to play xavier coates as well because our pain house was out but mm. yeah it was better than having billy walters i guess for some people had to play with only six points so wow. yeah um so yeah i've still i've still got 26 trades left i don't know how many boys how many trades you boys have left but i've got 26 going into this round uh i had 26 going into this round as well i'm using one trade at the moment this week <laughs> i've got 25 trades remaining so i need to not trade for a while i think <laughs> sure it could be worse mate you could have 20 trades that's true Weren't, weren't you around that point this time last year, Cal? Nah, no, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't far off, but I wasn't that bad. <laughs> I'm not one of those people who think there's still unlimited trades. Oh, if you're nice. one of those people, stop trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, shall we go through round seven? May as well move into it. Let's go. We shall. Thursday night footy, it is Cronulla Sharks going up against the Sea Eagles. I think this is going to be a good game to watch, boys. I think um, Sea Eagles have a lot to prove after last week. I mean, they let the Titans come back in the second half. So I think they've, they've got a lot to prove. And then Cronulla obviously losing to the Storm as well. So a big game for both of these teams. Uh, what tra- uh, what uh, what changes are coming into these teams, though, Kale? Uh, yep, for the Sharks, Sione Katoa, he returns in place of... Winnie Hiroti. Um, Braden Hemanuele is out with a pec injury uh, with the time frame unknown at this stage. Dale Finucane is also out this week after he suffered a head knock um, against the Storm. With this, Cameron Superman McInnes is starting at lock and Aiden Tolman starts at front row. Britton Nakora also returns to the edge after he missed last week with COVID. Uh, and then the final two changes are Bryn- Braden Trindle and Royce Hunt are now on the bench. For the Seagulls, Morgan Harper, he returns from COVID with Tula Kula um, making way for him. Josh Aloyer and Sean Kepi are also out with Taniela Paseca starting whilst Ethan Bullimore and Kurt DeLewis join the bench. Wow, some big changes for both teams, eh? Yeah, Jeez, he that's... plays back. Um, okay, let's talk about the Sharks for a minute. Do you reckon Cameron McInnes... He's a good pickup this week, considering Delphi Nukin and um, what's his name? Braden. Uh, Braden Hammond, your LA. Yep. Yep. Do you think Cameron McInnes would be a good pickup now? Yeah. Like we've been waiting for him for a while now, haven't we, to start at lock? So mm. if he can play 80, like last week he played 80 on the edge and he only managed to score 39. But in true McInnes style, he was. Um, Pretty much just all his points came from his tackles. 
So that's a good sign. Um, and if he moves into the middle at lock, his defense will pick up and he's a point per minute player. So hopefully he can potentially find similar form to what he did for the Dragons in 2020 when he was at hooker and lock. And he averaged 72.5 that season. So mm. if he can recapture that, then um, it'd be really good. But he'll have to play 80 definitely at the Sharks to be able to get to there. And he's already dropped 187K on his current price. And he's now 593. So mm. it's a big discount compared to what he was at earlier in the year. And I wouldn't probably be chasing him this week because we don't know what his minutes are going to be like. And there's obviously the uh, question regarding next week with the selection with Fanukin when he's back, yep. uh, whether he'll push Tolman out of the front row or if um, McInnes be bumped back to the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I probably think he'll keep his spot. But just wait and see how he goes this week. So wait and see if he gets the base stats and the big minutes. And if he does, then he might be someone to look at next week. And his break-even's at 52, so... There's no rush. If he gets uh, uh, like 60 or a 70, he won't go up too high. All right. I have a question for you boys as well um, for both teams. Say if Payne Haas still had a week off with suspension, so he wasn't playing this week, and you had both DCE and Nico Hines in your team like what I do, who do you reckon would be the best choice to put the captaincy on this week considering they're playing each other? Out of those two? Mm. Ooh. I don't know. I reckon I reckon DCE, but yeah, and you'd probably go yeah. DCE. I think um, as well because Talakai is playing center. They're going down his side more, and um, that's where Matt Moylan is. Mm. So Nico Hines isn't getting like as many like try assists or line breaks and line break assists and stuff because they're sharing the load a bit and giving the ball to Matt Moylan so he can pass it to Talakai and Milotalo. Yep. So I, I would probably just go Cherry Evans just for a safe captaincy. But, but that's that's if you didn't have Payne Haas and yeah. looking to put the captaincy on someone. There you go. Cool. If you don't have yeah, Payne Haas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, Talakai yeah. and Mortala, they're doing really well. So keep an eye on both of them. They could be, um, well, especially Ronaldo. He's a bit of a pot at the moment. But Talakai, he'll get the duel this mm-hmm. week. Or he should, edge and centre. So we'll talk about him later as potential... Um, maybe a, a bring in this week for some players who have um, peaked now. So great. Let's talk about the Seagulls now. Uh, what do coaches do? Um, you know, he had cool last week as a cash down option. Now he's been named on the extended reserves. What do coaches do with that scenario? I'm not happy. Oh, uh, this is funny. I like it. <laughs> I like this. Well, look, it's not the end of the world. I picked him up last week, as I said. Like, I was hoping he'd get the wing spot this week, uh, but that hasn't eventuated. Uh, Mm. But look, if he doesn't get the spot, like, who knows? He could be called in come Thursday night. They might, you know, bring him in. There might be a late change. But if not, you could always use him as a loop player. There's no point, I don't think, upgrading him to someone who's playing at the moment. You may as well just use him as a loop until he plays because he's one injury away getting back in. But you can't loop him this week because his oh, first game. True, because his first bloody game. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, no, this is so good because I was going to trade. The, um, I was going to trade Billy Smith for him. Yeah, <laughs> I thank God I didn't last week. That's what I did. <laughs> oh. oh well, it's all good. That's fantasy, mate. It doesn't matter if he's a red dot. He's only two twenty. Boys, who's who's that player in uh, Manly that's been scoring those ridiculous points in the last two weeks? I think he got like 
high 60s. I think he got 70 last week. Who who am I speaking Mole of? Mole Olakowatu. Yes. Yeah. Is he a good pickup? Yeah. I wouldn't say he's, yeah. He's, he's not too bad. What's he like, priced at, though? Uh, he's pretty pricey. He's 675. Mm. So it's a bit, bit awkward at the moment to try and bring him in. But if you're wanting to upgrade maybe an edge, he could be someone to look at. But like those two scores, like mm. he has been heavily involved with tries. So he's only just um, averaging over 50. So I probably wouldn't be getting him. But his combination with DC at the moment, it's becoming a bit of a strike weapon mm-hmm. for Manly with uh, Turbo out. So he could continue to score, but I don't think he will. He's got a break even of 30, which means he'll probably continue to rise in uh, price if he does obviously get those higher scores, but I wouldn't be trying to rush him in as a target with um, potential uh, former guns who have dropped in price now back starting in the sides and they look better pickups at the moment than Ola Kawadu. Yep. All right, excellent. So that's going to be Thursday night footy, uh, Sharks versus Seagulls. Let's jump over to Friday. There's only one game on Friday night and that will be the Brisbane Broncos up against the Bulldogs. And... Um, Again, two teams that need a, a win this week, lad. So uh, what changes are coming into the Broncos and Bulldogs, Cal? There's a few changes at the Broncos. Um, Payne Haas, he's back from suspension, which is great for the fantasy coaches who held him. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, Martin, he replaces Tessie New, who is out with a hamstring injury until round 17 at this stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Gamble and Corey Pakes are both starting this week with Billy Walters joining the bench and Jake Turpin out of the team. Nick's mate, Origin star, Tom Flegler. He's back from suspension uh, on the bench. And Ryan James and TC Roboti are out of the side. For the Bulldogs, Aaron Shop or Shop, he replaces Braden Burns, who is out with a hamstring injury until round 15. Uh, Corey Waddell, he returns to the edge. And Chris Patolu, um, he's out due to his nasty head knock last week. Again, big changes for both teams. Let's start off with the Bulldogs, shall we? So, uh, Corey Pakes, do you think he's a potential cash down um, now that he's starting at hooker? I would wait this week for Corey um, just to see how many minutes he's going to play. And I was looking at his scores the last couple of weeks, like all the games he's played so far, which is only two. I think he's played 27 and 37 minutes, something like that. And didn't really score too well in terms of points per minute. So I would not jump on quite yet. I'd give him a week, mm. see, see what he's going to do, um, and then make a decision after this week. Yeah, his PPM's not the greatest. How many minutes do you reckon he'll get? Because obviously well, Walters will probably come off the bench and play hooker. Yeah, Walters will come off play hooker. Um, he'll probably play. Pace will probably play. I'm thinking 50 30 split. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So if that's the case, he's got to break in at 31. Don't don't rush him in this week. Wait a week. He's cheap yeah. still. I don't I don't see him scoring over 40 points at all. Mm. If he's only getting at 50, 55 minutes. No way yeah. he's getting over 40, I don't think. Unless he scores a try, no chance. Mm. Lads, did I say we we're doing the Bulldogs first? You did, and then you, you did. did with the Broncos so, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I thought I made that mistake. It's all good. Let, let's continue with the Broncos now. Um, Tessie knew he's out for a suspected uh, 10 weeks. 
Um, what, what what should coaches be doing if they have Tessie New in their team? I'll get rid of get him. Rid of him. him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What could be a good option? Well, I wouldn't get in. Uh, I would not get in his replacement this week, which a lot of no. people might be thinking of, Tamare. Um, just because you don't know about his job security, it's quite easily possible that Cobo plays fullback at one point. Jordan Pereira comes onto the wing, mm. or once Herbie Farmworth's knees are right, Herbie Farmworth could go fullback and they could bring like Branko Lee into the centers or something like that, or that Deloise Hoyta again. So um, yeah, he played right. Yeah, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get tomorrow Martin. People are thinking, oh yeah, get tomorrow Martin and be in for 10 weeks, but he's not going to be in for 10 weeks. I'd be very surprised if he plays the next 10 weeks. Yeah. And he hasn't really played much fullback, I don't think. So no, he's, he's coming half, obviously. Yeah, he plays in the halves in reserves. So I don't yeah. really understand what's going on in this team list, to be honest. But anyway. Yes, yeah. well, I'd think they want a ball playing uh, fullback by the looks of it. But mm. it's good to see tomorrow Martin back because like he sustained a pretty serious head injury um when he was at the Cowboys so mm. it's good to see him back and he's doing well by the looks of it so congrats to him and hopefully he plays alright but don't look at him for fantasy this week No, I'm just trying to look at someone that you can get Tessie New in for what's Tessie New priced at is four, he like 458 five, 458 yeah. so there's so options there would be options there I'd probably just downgrade him to Blake Tuff yeah that's your best option I think get some money there's no other options around his price point that are worth no. bringing in no. Would, you then put, would you then put Taff in your interchange or would you keep him on the bench? I'd probably, put him, I'd probably put him in his scoring. A, a lot of people probably are struggling at the moment. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. If All you right. have Tessie New, you'd be struggling. Definitely. Good stuff, boys. <laughs> uh, let's, go to, let's go to Bulldogs. Now, Matt Burton, he scored 23 last round. Do you reckon it's now time for owners to um, look elsewhere and maybe trade Matt Burton in? I've had a few people ask me this and like their reasoning behind selling him, I understand. But if I was an owner, I'd probably still be wanting to hold. I'm not sure what you think, Nick. I thought you told me yesterday. I thought you told me yesterday you wanted to, you were going to sell him. Yeah. I, I thought about it a little bit more because like, I understand the reasoning of selling him because Flanagan's back in, he's lost his goal kicking. He's like lost a bit of the uh, playmaking uh, obviously with Flanagan in there, but like the, they've got the Broncos, Roosters, Raiders, Knights, Tigers, and Dragons. Mm. Mm. He's been through the harder teams because the Bulldogs had a terrible draw first up. And we spoke about that all preseason. We said, don't bring Matt Burton in because like, unless you think he's going to go ballistic, but it, we always knew he was probably going to struggle a little bit earlier on, but he's almost at that time now that coaches might be looking at like to pick him up because he's got a softer draw coming, but then you've got the possibility of origin. I don't think mm. he'll play origin. No. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah. I, I think I think it'll, um, Freddie will pick centers to play in the centers or a wing yeah. fullback. He's, he's the Dally M center of the year though. Yeah, I know, but he was in a really good team. I just think there's better options in the centers than Matt Burton. Um, and yeah, if I was an owner, I'd hold him. And if I was someone who doesn't have him, I would wait until yeah. next week or maybe after the the week after, so two weeks' time, and probably purchase him, purchase him then because he'll he'll bottom out. Yeah, he's price, breaking I reckon. 61 at the moment, so he's still going to drop a little bit now. Yeah, I reckon yep. two weeks' time. And, and he's only he just started to drop. 
He's only just started to drop as well on his price. So I don't know mm. what owners are complaining about. Ah, yeah. Keep him. Speaking of um, whether we should keep players or not, what about Max King? Do you reckon it's still okay to hold him? Yeah. He hasn't peaked yet. Yeah, he's got a pretty low break even again. Yeah, um, 28. His yeah. break even is. Oh, that's right. Got 45 last week, so... Do you think do you think he would do you think he'll get over that break even against the Broncos with the returning Payne Haas fired up? Yep. Yeah, easy. He'll um I reckon he'd probably be a sell maybe in three to four weeks. I reckon he'll probably peak by then. But the way he's been playing, you could just leave him on the bench if you have other worries. Well, yeah. I was thinking they play around 13. I was thinking of they do until then. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good option. All right. Good stuff, boys. So that's going to be the only game on Friday. Broncos v Bulldogs. So it should be a good game as well. Both teams needing a win and a fired up returning Payne Haas. We now move to Saturday. It's no longer Super Saturday. It's just two games Saturday. And the first game of that is a Queensland derby. Again, it is the Cowboys and the Gold Coast Titans, which I think the Titans really need a win this week, lads. Agreed? I don't think they do. I think the Cowboys need a win. Didn't they get a win last week, though? Yeah, but just keep it going. No, son, no. Titans, look, second half against Manly, I think Gold Coast actually did really, really well. If Toby Sexton actually kicked the conversion, we would have won that game. Sexton, can you please kick the ball through the goalposts, mate? That's where you should be aiming, you dog. Oh, oh. Gets me so mad. We could have won that game, lads. Anyway, I'm I'm losing my temper here. Cowboys, Titans, what's what changes are coming into those teams, mate? Uh Jordan McLean for the Cowboys. He's been named to start at front row with Ruben Cotter uh back on the bench. Uh, but they could do a swap like they did last week come um game time. Griffin Neem, he replaces Connolly Lemuelu on the bench. Um I don't think Lemuelu played last week, so it's good to see Griffin Neem back in. Mm-hmm. Um, team changes for the Titans. Nothing. They're unchanged Ooh. from last week. Tell you what, I shouldn't have traded for feeder for Pangai Junior. I'm just gonna uh, put it put, put it down the notes, mate. I yeah, I'm just gonna don't do it next year. I won't. Watch me. I'm gonna keep for feeder. <laughs> oh, so mad. Anyway, um, let's start off with the Cowboys, lads. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai. Do we do coaches now sell him? You know, he's um he's only managed to just score his break even. Um, so do we look at selling Nanai? Well, do we all have him? I yes. still have him. Yep. Yes. What are we what are what are you guys doing? I know I'm what I think I'm gonna hold this week. I'm holding. I'm holding. I just yeah, again, that's just coming back to me, not um like me just holding on to some trades, just trying to save some trades, but um He's actually look. He's actually been doing okay. Has he made money as well? Yeah, he's he's made a bit of money now, which is good. But the concern is, he needs attacking stats to score well or okay in fantasy. Other than that, though, he's not like he's not really that good. Um, yeah, I think I heard the other day that he's leading the competition at the moment in most penalties and also most missed tackles, which isn't ideal as a. Well, that's something, owner that, of him. That, that's something that he's probably going to be working on these next couple of rounds because you'd know, like to hope so. I hope he's working on it. Didn't he get like, he got like four so. penalties or something last game mm. in the one half? Yeah. Like, mate, just please, just don't. 
Just, oh. yeah, but look, I tell you what's a spicy option. If you're wanting to you're not upgrade say him. Okay. <laughs> what do you think I was uh, going to say? Yeah, keep going. No, All right. If you're wanting to upgrade him, Talakai. Mm. Oh. He's not that more like expensive really yeah. to him and he's going to get the edge and center. Mm. And I, to be honest, I think Talakai, he's played that well. He might keep that spot. Ekovalu's in the um, extended reserves this week and he hasn't been called in. I thought they might have put Ronaldo to center and Ekovalu on the wing as soon as he came back. But you know, he looks like he might have that position held there now. So he'll probably mm-hmm. be a gun in the centers. So if you can get him now, it's not the worst trade, but I'd probably hold that eye one more week. Anything else for the Cowboys? Uh, Helam Lukey. Mm-hmm. He got 60 points last week with a try. What do we think, boys? Is he another option that you know you might be able to maybe trade Nanai down to, just get the other edge in? Because he's 425K. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say originally. I was like, oh. <laughs> hey, I've thought about it. I've done that trade, but I have reversed it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, see, I don't see the value in that trade, no. Nanai to Lukey. Um. I get Lukey's only a real option, I guess. Like, if if you're looking for someone not like not like a cash cash out option, like there's not a lot of cash out options in the edge now. Like we had Brody Jones and stuff like that mm. a few weeks ago. Um, they are a little bit cheaper than Lukey, I, I still think. But if you're looking for someone maybe who who could maybe score a little bit better, has a potential because he, he's a good player. He, he can score well. He might be a bit um, erratic as well, like Nanai though. So yeah, I, I if you're looking to cash down and maybe don't want to go onto a Jones or something, you could do a Lukey, I guess. It's a bit of a risky option, but um, it's not the worst worst thing in the world. Yeah. The, the concern is they got Gilbert on the bench, but you'd expect mm-hmm. him to play in the middle like he did last week. Probably Lukey plays the 80. Yeah, like his, his points last week weren't too bad. He had 38 tackles, three tackle breaks. Only had six demerits compared to the other edge in Nanai. Um, but his break even's at 15. So if you can get similar stats to that, he might rise a little bit. Yeah. But it is risky. It's risky. Yep. Let's move on to the Titans. And the real talking point is uh, Bo Firma. Do you reckon he's a sell now? He's um He's only got like in the mid-30s. In the last couple of rounds, do you? Um, he started off all right. He's just not really performing at the moment. Do you think it's now time for coaches to sell Bo Firma? Move him on. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. No, Nick, you agree? What's he? What's he priced at? Um, I think he's at the five hundreds. Or no, he might even be the six hundreds now. He's gone up a hundred. There's no way he's at six hundred. That's a joke. Five hundred eighty-nine. So he's close. Five eighty-nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here he is. He's gone up 138k. So his break even is 45. Sell. I reckon get someone you else probably in. can move him on now. Yeah. You could just almost do a swap to Talakai. That's that's a good amount as well to be able to, to trade him. Yeah. Yeah, on top of Talakai. Yeah. Do it. What is up with you, what is that with you and Talakai this episode, Nick? Talakai's oh, it's Callum, actually. I think Callum, oh, Callum has it love with him. Sorry. Yeah. Just again at the moment, mate. <laughs> in love. All right. I was in love with him in that hat. I'm not going to mention the hat in the podcast, surely. <laughs> Bit of bloke. <laughs> Do you want to do a quick shout out, Cal? Nah, I'll be right. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be the first game on Saturday night. Cowboys 
and the Titans. And the one after that, after a great win, the Tigers are looking for a second up against the Rabbitohs, which should be a pretty exciting game now. Yeah, no, they, they had a good win um, against the, the Eels last week. Um, they're coming off, <laughs> yeah, their first win, which is unbelievable, uh, which actually has resulted in them being unchanged. So big surprise there. Um, Rabbitohs. Hame Sello, he starts in the front row with Tom Burgess shifting back to the bench. Davey Mowali, he replaces Isaiah Tass on the bench as well. Um, and I think they're the only changes for the Bunnies this week, looking at the team list. So. All right, good stuff. Um, let's go the uh, Tigers first. Do we? What do we think of the Tigers? Who, who was real standouts this week for the Tigers? Jackson Hastings. <laughs> You wouldn't even think of buying him though, would you? Oh, oh would you? No, I don't think I don't think you can uh, yet. Uh, Tua Luggy did well. Yes, mm-hmm. I was very happy with Tua Luggy. 45, wasn't mm. Yeah. He'd be the only person you're wanting to own at the Tigers. Yeah. Alex Tuala, big score as well. I saw he's only like missed two tackles this year or something so far. Yeah. He's just a tackling machine. Mate, he's, 76, wow. Yeah, 76, absolute gun. Did he play all 80? No, 63 minutes. Mm. Hey. But this, if he can if he can play 60 minutes. He's a P, he plays PPM. Like he's got a PPM, sorry, so. He is PPM. He is 640 and only a mid though, which is against him. So 640 yeah. is probably um slightly too much and he's, you know, no dual position, he's only going to get mid, so. Um, Still don't tempt me. I'm tempting. I'm throwing the I'm throwing the idea out there because he's better than Big Joe Offerhand Galway. Yeah, like, seriously. And Zane Musgrove and James Tamo literally can play like ten minutes, and then they're going to be off the field. They are gassed. That's true. <laughs> but um, and he's a tackling machine, and Tigers need to tackle a lot. Mm, yeah, they do. But I, that yeah. helps him because all they do is defend. So he's a bit of a risk. Um, he is. He's. He's like. You'd probably rather just go with Cameron McInnes than him. So, but if you want a bit of a different uh, option, he is not bad. Thanks, Nick. Only owned by zero point five percent of teams. Hello, Pod. Mm. All right. Uh, let's move on to the rabbit rabbitos now. Um, so we, we've been speaking about Taff a lot. Do we think he's a good cash down option? I think so. I think he's probably someone that you should be targeting this week as a cash down option. Mm. He's got good job security. So, how did um how did Cook go this week as well, lads? Because he's been scoring ridiculous points these last couple of rounds. Did he did he maintain that kind of scoring? Yeah, he got a hat trick, didn't he? He scored three tries for the first time ever in his career. I How think, many points did he get? 82. Yeah, he's a beat oh. sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, he, he's good. You want him and Grant if you can by the end of the year. Mm. Or do you, you think, do you think he's going to maintain that kind of scoring throughout the whole season, do you? Well, I think he'll probably, he'll probably average around 60. Yeah, I don't think he's going to score three tries. So if he takes three no, tries, no, 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 him, no. that's what, yeah. 24 points. He wouldn't have scored that like too great if he didn't have those tries. So no, it would have been it would have been mid fifties probably. Mm. Mm. 
But no. yeah, he, he looks like he's still running the ball good. more. Yeah. 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 Going back to uh, Blake Taft real quick. He's got a yeah, uh, break even at 18. Like he only got, what was it, 36 last week. But um, he had 12 of those points come from um, goal kicks. So just be mindful of that. But the Rabbitohs do have the Tigers, Seagulls, Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, and then the Tigers again. So he should have some. Um, goal kicking opportunities. Look, yeah, looking at this draw, tie before our thirteen Tigers twice, Broncos, yeah. Warriors, and Raiders who are shit. Yeah, they're not doing too good this year, are they? The only, the only tough game really is Manly, but Manly don't even have Turbo, which is no. good. And the rabbit, the rabbits are playing all right. So it's real spiciness and options. And then but after how, the buy, Titans Dragons. <laughs> how long yeah. is uh, Latrell out for? Um, he had surgery. He had surgery during this week on, on, it wasn't actually on his hamstring. It was on like something around the knee area to help with the hamstring. But I think it's going to be quite a while. I think he's going to mm. be out at least around 13. So he yeah. won't even be in the origin. No, so not the first one. Not, not the first, first one. one. Probably not the second one either, I'd say. Maybe he returned for the third one. Maybe. Series Who one knows as well. If Blake Taff is playing well and they're, you know, having a good combination with him at the back, they might just put Latrell back in the center. Yeah. Rabbitohs. I have heard that. I, I actually don't mind that. No, I think that's probably better because Blake Taff's a, a pretty good player, what I've seen of him so far in his career. So, may as well. Good stuff. So, that's going to be Saturday night. Cowboys, Titans, Tigers, Rabbitohs. Should be a good one. Uh, and then we move on to Sunday, first game, 2 p.m. It is the Knights up against the Eels. Um, what are, what changes are we looking for those two teams, Cal? Uh, Adam Clune, he's been named at halfback. Phoenix Crossland, he's back to the bench. And Daniel Sofiti swaps into the starting side for his brother, Jacob Sofiti. Mm-hmm. Um, Simi Sasagi, uh, he also drops out of the team. For the Eels, there's a few changes. Will Penasini returns uh, back to centre after he started on the wing last week with Hayes Perham now taking that wing spot. Um, Murata Niakora, he makes way as well for that change. So Penasini will go back to his um, right centre position. Junior Paulo, he's back... um, which forces Oregon Kafusi back to the bench. Jake Arthur is also on the bench this week and he replaces Mitch Rain. Good stuff, mate. Let's let's cover the Knights first. Kalen Ponga, do we is he fantasy relevant at the moment or do we avoid him as coaches? Can I interest you in Kalen Ponga? <laughs> Seriously. So, I was telling you yesterday someone had him in, in their team as well. How could you have him? How could how could you have him in your team? Scores are 47, 6, 23, and 102. Mr. Consistent. I, if he had him that whole time, you should be ranked at 50,000. But. And then some. And then some. With probably six and a 23 from a Kalen Ponga. Nah, mm. I, 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 I still think he's a bit of a trap. Yeah. No. So just uh, avoid him completely. That's yeah. my opinion. Great well, opinion, good yeah. opinion. I, I think Adam being, Adam Clune being back this week, because he was out last week, Ponga had to step up a fair bit in attack. I think Adam Clune being back, he'll come in and he'll have the ball a lot more. And I think that'll just reduce Ponga's uh, points straight up. And like, 
I don't think you, I don't think you should get him. He's only in sixteen teams in the top two thousand, and he's mm-hmm. in forty nine teams in the top five thousand, I believe. So he is a pod. So you don't have to really rush him in if you don't um, want to. But he is interesting with his price tag at the moment. He's got a breaking of twenty, but do not go chasing his points from last week. That will be a big mistake. All right, cool. Um, let's talk about Leo Thompson. Is it time to sell? I've kept him, but is it time for coaches to start thinking about selling Leo Thompson? If you can, I would, but there's not really many um, cash down options this week, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, there's there's no yeah. one in the mids. Um, I know they were talking about, yeah, there's no one below him I, I'd get. There's only like, there's like Liam Knight who's just above him, but I wouldn't even get him. No. Um, there's Mawali for yeah. Rabbitohs, but he's not going to play very many minutes. So there's no one to go to in a mid. So unless you got your mids covered, because Payne Haas is back, unless you got, unless you've already got four mids, like three in your starting and one on your bench, and then mm-hmm. you're Leah Thompson, you can probably just sell him then to some other position. But if not, you might have to just give him another week, like I will be doing. I'll be giving him another week just in my emergency. Yeah, great. Yeah. No, uh, Kurt Mann. Now he's only playing 56 minutes and scoring 39, which, you know, isn't too bad. Um, does he now seem like a sell though? Yeah, I don't know. I've asked a few people this question and like they've got um, their own theory and logic behind that. And like, I don't think he's a sell at the moment. His break even's 45 but the, the concern is he's Newcastle's Mr. Fix-It. If there's any injuries, he'll just slot in and play wherever, yep. like he did a couple of weeks ago. But I just think you should hold him at the moment. He's heavily owned in the top 5,000 um, teams. So, like, it's not going to affect your overall ranks, really, at the moment. And he's got that duel, which is good. But I, I don't know. He, he should be doing um a fair bit of defending, you'd think, this week. Yeah, against the Eels, the Eels should bounce back, and they want to come out and prove that they're a better a team that stop. should have beat yeah. the West Tigers. Yeah, um, but yeah, look, he is one, and like I don't want to sell him this week, but I might maybe use him as a player to upgrade shortly, um, maybe for Nathan Cleary potentially. Yeah, it's a bit. Or I might even, yeah, or I might even. Trade him next week if he doesn't perform to McInnes if he's um, going to be starting it with an 80-minute roll, but hold him at the moment, I'd say. No, right, good stuff. Uh, let's move on to Parramatta. Now, they've got a, a harder draw coming up in the next couple of weeks. So is it a good idea to sell some Eels players like uh, Mitchell Moses um, in the upcoming weeks? Uh, I would not sell them just yet so they got knights and then they got cowboys mm-hmm. but then after that you probably could move someone on um, just before by the buy because <laughs> they don't play around 13 yeah so i wouldn't sell isaiah Papali'i though if you had him no keep him um dylan brown if you had if you jumped on him just give him a couple weeks and then maybe sell him yep Personally, with myself, with Mitchell Moses, um, he's only going to break even a 47 this week. And he got 48 last week and didn't do anything in the second half. So, and he's their main main kicker. Like, 
I'm not really too concerned with him yet. I'll just wait. Would you advise those people who have uh, Mitchell Moses and they don't have Nathan Cleary, but they have the money to upgrade someone? Do you reckon it'd be a good uh, swap to go Mitch Moses to Nathan Cleary? Uh, yes, I would do that. Yeah, I would crazy too. not to. Yeah. We'll talk about um, Nathan Cleary uh, very shortly because um, that's going to be the next game that we're talking about. Panthers and the Canberra Raiders. And uh, what changes are happening for those two teams, mate? Panthers are unchanged, surprisingly. I think that's for two weeks in a row now. Even uh, with Tylen May at the moment. Yeah, yeah, wow. Tylen May, he's, he's good. Keep Even with all their players should, should be on suspensions as well. Yeah, a lot don't... of them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially wow. after last week. Yes. Anyway, protected species. Uh, Raiders, <laughs> Jordan Rappiner, he starts at fullback. Uh-huh. With Chance Nickel Clockstar, he is on the bench now. So if you have him, it's time to move him on. Um, Xavier Savage, he's on the wing. Um, Englishman Harry Rushton, he's also been named on the bench and looks set to make his NRL debut. So congrats to Harry. That's it for the uh, the team changes this week. Great. Let's start with the Panthers. The god of fantasy is back. Nathan Cleary. Wow. What a performance last week. Do we now think that he's going to continue this trend like what he did last year? And do you think coaches need to get Nathan Cleary in their teams as soon as possible? Get him now. If you can. If you can, get him now. I think I you have to. <laughs> so you're not getting him this week, Carl? I can't. I don't have enough money. Unless I bring in a 220k oh, I've just, drop kick, but I don't want that. I'm not making any trades unless I really have to. Yeah. Um, I'll just have to go without Cleary for a couple of weeks and see if my cash cows can make just a little bit more money to bring him in. Yeah, it's probably still got to break even at seventy eight. So like, he he hasn't got over that. The like only one game he's got over that, so he could still drop a little bit. But mm. well, I I think some people are overreacting to one game he did play last week. Yeah, and there is a little bit at, of overreaction. Yeah, if you looked at the two games before that, he didn't really set the world on fire. However, he was coming back from an that injury to yeah. his shoulder. And he did look more comfortable last week in the game. So yeah. is it that all the is it that all the cobwebs are now off and he's he's back? Yeah. Possibly, that, but... that seems most likely. But yeah. I think hey, what, the in... also gave him a bit of a confidence boost as well. Oh probably. Or <laughs> well, the ref did. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> probably paid the ref. <laughs> oh. Um he's he's currently in 1486 teams um in the top five thousand. So that's really good for those coaches. And I know Nick has him. He's just out, um, outside the top 5,000. But I reckon you'll, uh, you'll be in the top 5,000 easily next week, Nick, with Nathan Cleary. I hope so. I hope he gets not a good score for me. So I can Put get the uh, captaincy badge on him again, mate. <laughs> Definitely. That was the question I was going to ask because the Panthers are up against the Raiders. And if you have Payne Haas, who's returning, do you think that Payne Haas will score better, especially up against the Bulldogs? No, I reckon if I had Nathan Cleary, he'd be my captain. I wouldn't change it ever. I just okay. leave him set and forget. Vice captain okay. Payne House. Oh. Yeah, probably agree at the moment with that. All right, good stuff. Uh, that's really it for the Panthers. I think let's let's move on to the Raiders now. Do we think uh, Xavier Savage is now a target to get into our teams? No, <laughs> no. All right. 
I can't believe he's in the team because Ricky Stewart just sort of had to spray. Well, didn't spray him. He sort of sprayed the media for telling him to play him. And then he just ran the ball out when he brought him he's on. Just he's just blaming like, the media because he didn't have a good game. He's just trying to get out yeah. of his uh, selection. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He's Justified trying to he's trying to take the blame of himself, but then he did yeah. say he was a dumb coach, which I do agree with. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm not sure. Uh, one of our listeners would agree with that, but anyway, that's uh, that's good. <laughs> that, that listener who's, who's uh, listening, hello, and uh, get rid of Ricky Stewart. The team's going downhill. But yeah. Xavier Savage, no, don't get him yet. No, I would only get him. Yeah, I only get him when he plays fullback. Keep an eye on him, though. I reckon, like he could do okay Definitely on that wing if if the Raiders yeah. fire, but no. Nah. All right, good stuff. So that's going to be Sunday footy. Knights, Eels, Panthers, Raiders. And boys, we've got two games on the Monday. So if you don't have work on Monday, you're laughing. Two two games. And the first one of those is going to be the Dragons and Roosters. Uh, it should be another good game of footy. Uh, but what changes are coming into those two teams, mate? Yeah, mate. So there's um there's a few changes. It's the classic Anzac Day um, matchups here. So the Dragons, um, the Red V, no changes actually, but the Roosters. Um, Paul Momorowski, he's back in the team with Kevin Nagama making way. Mm. Joseph Sawali and um, Taka Aho replace, uh, well, Joseph Sawali keeps his spot, I should say. Um, and Taka Aho, he replaces Daniel Saluka for feeder on the bench. Is that it? That is it. That's not too bad. No. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we start off with the Roosters? Angus Crichton, is he a good option to bring in now? It appears he's um he's back at starting. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't reckon I don't you can get him yet. It's it's interesting though because he's a gun in the past like a few seasons, and I started with him. I was hoping he'd continue his form, but he got forty six from eighty. That's not too bad. He's dropped 143k. Break mm. evens at 52. Um, he does have the dual uh, edge and middle positions, which is yes, great. That's handy. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be rushing to buy him in straight away. Now there's that he's other, in the there's other players still. that you got to prioritize and bringing in before. Yeah, I still think there's um, other players, but you have to keep an eye on him because he has been a gun. He has shown in previous seasons that he can do it. He can average 60. And if he can get back to that, then at his prices at the moment, he's an absolute bargain. But you just he, hasn't, he hasn't scored over 50 yet, though, this year. No, which is the main concern. But you just, you just need to wait a little bit longer. Um, you know, his price might stay where it is if he gets around the, the 46, 48, 50 mark for the mm. next few games. He might just stay and hover around this price for a little while. But he might be one, if he doesn't play Origin, he's probably a pickup during Origin. But if not, maybe just after. I'd yeah. say at the moment, unless right. he really goes gangbusters and breaks out a few high scores. Oh, I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong. Joseph Suwala, uh, Suwali? Suwali. Suwali, yes. great. So Joseph Suwali, do you reckon he's someone worth... Uh, he's in the starting side now. Do you reckon he's worth the, the pickup? Uh No. Cow, you're shaking your head. Yeah. No, nah, don't buy him. <laughs> He's got the jewel. 
but uh, he's got the geo, but yeah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, he nah. doesn't. He doesn't tend to score well, like in a, fantasy. Which like, there's all this hype of him that he's the next um, big, up and coming young player, but he's just not producing that fantasy scores at the moment. So, well, he's only eighteen. He's he is nineteen soon. Yeah. So, if he can keep that spot, you know, later in the season, he might be maybe a cash down option if the Roosters. Um, start gelling together a bit more with their attack because their attack's not the greatest at the moment. Mm. So yeah, I someone had a see. good point about that. Like, was that you, Callum? You, had, you said they got Sam Walker, you got Luke Geary, you got James Tedesco, all want the ball. <laughs> yeah, they've got too many playmakers in the team. I feel Luke Geary, yeah. Sam just... Walker, Tedesco, Drew Hutchison because they start with him at hooker most of the times. They're all players, Joey Manu as well, they all want to get their hands on the ball. And then it's not like they're playing as a team. They want to do like individual performances at the moment. They all want the ball, trying to do the big plays. And that's really impacting their attack, I feel. Can we talk about something quickly that annoys me? Yeah, yeah mate. It's when coaches name players and then they're going to move them on game day, all right? So Drew Hutchinson, I'd put my house on it that he's going to start at hooker. Does anyone want to take me up on this? I'd always do the same with Ruben Cotter starting for Jordan McLean. That's the, it's been the trend at the Cowboys at the moment. Every week. Every yeah, week. I don't see why they just can't name Just him. name him at nine. Just name Drew Hutchison at nine and Sam Verrill's on the bench, okay, when they're going to start the game, all right? Just makes – like, this annoys me. It just really annoys me. I don't know why it annoys me, but it just does, okay? No, I'm the same. Stop, stop playing your little – I don't know what it is. Is it mind games? Are you trying to – Keep the opposition guessing, or you're just, you know, Sam Verrills wants the number nine and Drew Hutchinson wants the number 14. You know, like, what's the go? It can't be, can it? It's just stupid. Fire up, Nick. Yeah. Silly. All Same right. with the Ruben Cotter thing. Jason Tumalolo, crap. <laughs> We're going to stop Nick there before he um, says anything he'll regret. Uh, is there anything we want to talk about the Dragons before we move on, lads? Zach Lomax knows how to celebrate a try. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one really to consider in the the Dragons. And it's it's not good, is it? If you you have any of the players, like Jack Bird, he's still been doing okay. But like I I did rate Nick's trade, um, getting rid of him and bringing in Nathan Cleary. That's just the bee's knees. Yeah, that's (laughs) outrageous. That's pretty Um, good, hey? What did Ben Hunt score last week? Because I know he had a terrible game the week Hunty, before. let's get him up for you. Yeah, let's have a quick look. Why not? Let's just mention someone from the Dragons. 47. So what? He's got he's going 29 and 47. Yeah. Yeah. 690. Price it range. looks like... Break even a 70. It looks like Jack Bird being in the halves is impacting him a bit more than what I thought. I thought he'd probably be doing a lot more than what he is. But mm. has, he been, has he had any attacking sets in those... Points has he had many uh, tries? He had one try assist last week and two line break assists. Okay, so he's still been involved and his kick meters are still there. He had 400 kick meters, so. He had seven missed tackles last week for some reason. He would have been a gun last year. Seven missed tackles. Yeah, last week. Oh, yikes. That's not really wow. like Ben Hunt. Yeah, he's, he's missed pretty, a few tackles the last about three or four weeks mm. for some reason. Oh, I reckon get him at hooker. <laughs> Play him at hooker. It's never going to happen. No, it's not. Uh, other than that, though, stay clear of dragons. I reckon there's Stuff. no one really you should be chasing. Yeah, it's so that's going to 
that's going to be the first game on Monday, Anzac Day, uh, which is going to be a great game to watch, like always, every year. Um, and then it's going to be the Storm versus the Warriors, which should be another blockbuster game. I think the Warriors are going to put on a good performance up against the Storm. Um, I'm still backing the Storm to win, though, but it's going to be a good contest, that's for sure. Uh, Cal, any changes for Storm or Warriors, mate? Yeah, um, it, it'll be a really good game, I reckon, this one. I love watching the um, the Anzac Day night game with the Storm and the Warriors. It's going to be really entertaining, I think. But um, the changes to the Storm, both Jesse and Kenny Bromwich, they're back in the team after they both missed last week due to COVID. Mm-hmm. As a result, Brandon Smith, he is bumped back to the bench uh, with both Chris Lewis and Alec McDonald out of the 17. Wow. For the uh, Warriors, Matt Lodge, he makes his return with Aaron Penne shifting back to the bench and Tani Ella Otakula has dropped out of the team as a result. And the only changes for the Warriors. All right. How good was Money Munster last game? That was incredible. Money Munster. That was Dancing just around players, leaving Cameron Superman McInnes behind for fun. Just, it was great. Great viewing for a Queenslander. And um, it sounds like the Storm are, are whispering in, in money's ear to stay with them and not to sign a contract with the Dolphins. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, Cameron Munster decides to do. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, Kalen Ponga, he had a good game. And obviously, we, we've, we know what's happening with his contract at the moment. So, he might be playing for a contract with the Dolphins. Now, they might have changed their minds. And Mun- Munster might be saying that he's going to stay loyal uh, to Melbourne potentially and mm. Ponga might be going to the Dolphins but it's definitely interesting it is interesting mate let's talk about the storm first up what do we think of Josh King at the moment is it time to say uh, goodbye to him uh, thank you for the price rises and move him on yeah th- thanks to um, Doyley for asking this question Doyle rules so thanks mate Doyle rules yes um, look I would say sell Sell, sell, sell. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's peaked now. He's made 188K if you had him from the beginning. His work rate has just dropped off a lot for some he reason. Has. That's I the don't concern. know what's going on there. So you think this is the week to sell him? I reckon I so. if you've got no other real big problems to sell him. Okay. I'm going to gonna... hang on just for one more week, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. What's he? 507K. It's a bit awkward. Yeah. But if you got it's, money in your in your kitty, then if you got money in the yeah. kitty, yeah, go you can go if upgrade you, to a gun. If you can go up a hundred K or 150k or so, yeah, upgrade. Okay. Or double trade. Who, who's good options to bring in, do you think? Oh well if you're you gonna Talakai again, hello. <laughs> yeah, but are we looking for a mid, are we? If we look at a mid. If you're looking Potter, at a mid, if you're could you do a, could you do a yeah. king swap, or would you not nah, want to do that? I, I, I th- no, 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 I don't do that. I think most people would have both kings, or they should have max king. So I would go if you can upgrade like just over hundred k. If you find the cash, I'd go. Yeah, there's Ruben Cotter, there's Angus Crichton, or Josh Jackson. Mm. Okay, that's that's three I would try and aim for in an upgrade. Tamalala's been playing okay as well recently. He Might has. be one to watch. Um, or obviously, if you want to wait one more week, if you're going to try and risk one more week, you can go 
you can wait and then get Cameron McInnes. Mm. If not, downgrade him. If you don't need the cover for the mids, downgrade him to like a Blake Taff or someone this week. And then you might be able to upgrade someone else in your team to maybe uh, the GOAT, Nathan Cleary, potentially. No, they're good options, mate. Def- definite sell if you can, Dorley. No. How you going, Dor? Hope you're doing well, mate. Let's talk about the Warriors. Jesse Arthurs, is he a sell after his 10 points and um, break even at 30? Is it now time to say goodbye to Jesse Arthurs? Nick, you're having a laugh, see. mate. What do you reckon? Jesse, I don't even know. Why the hell would people have Jesse Arthurs in your team? Yeah. He's probably in like teams that are in front of me. It's so ridiculously stupid. Most likely because he's he's a pod player and he's been scoring okay. He's a pod player and he's gone up 138k. How? Let's just ask this question. I'll ask it to you, boys. Do you see him scoring over 30 against the Melbourne Storm? No. No. I.e. sell. Yeah. I reckon you might be able to hold one more week, but if if not, I reckon definitely look to offload him. Where are most people playing? A wing fullback, do you reckon, or centre? I'd probably say centre. I would imagine a lot of coaches would have him in the bench, though, wouldn't you think? Yeah, well, the way he's been scoring, though, you'd be devastated if you just had him in your emergencies, but it would have been good last week if you moved him down there, but... Mm. Well, who are, we, who are we going to trade him to then? If he if he had the old Jesse Arthur's, what's his price? He's at four two nine center and wing fullback. Right. If you're playing him at wing fullback, if you're playing him at wing fullback, I'd get tough. Yep. Can I interest you in Xavier Coates? No. <laughs> <laughs> if Cooler was playing, I'd say him, just as a cash down. But um, so, yeah, if you're playing, if you're playing wing fullback, yeah, tough. But if you have, if you're looking for a center, I don't know. I'm a bit stumped on the centers at the moment. Well, it's not really any... it's nah, too too expensive. Too, it'd be too expensive. Um, if you're wanting to maybe cash him down, I know mm-hmm. this might sound a bit how you going, but Naden. Mm, I have heard people saying about that just because he's playing. Yeah. Tom Opacek, he's a little bit too probably expensive. He's just going to drop a lot in his price. How about Hayes Perham, 228K? I, he's center and wing fullback. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it, but I've heard Sevo's going to be back earlier now, like a, around that round 13 mark. And then they've got Russell as well, who might come back. But assuming that Sevo is around round 13, and I'm also assuming that they're not going to rush Russell back with that rib. You wouldn't think so, no. Perham mightn't be a bad little shout. Possibly. Um, however, insane. Yeah, like he, he's on a he's on a side there that um, Parramatta loves scoring points, but after the next two weeks, they do have a bit of a tougher run. So it's a bit of a risky. It is option, risky, but, but it frees up a lot of money for you. Paddy Herbert, he's not um, too expensive. And he can score mid-30, so he might be someone as a pod as well. There you go. you got a few options there. If you... Or even if the they, if the Roosters fire Sawali. I know we said don't get him, but if you're desperate. Yeah. Good job, boys, with those options. Let's wrap things up with uh, Aitken. You and Aitken. Do we continue to stick with them? 
Well, you guys don't have him, do you? No. Cal, this is a question for you, mate. Right. I'd hold him through his high and low games at the moment. Mm. Like, he he gets higher points, obviously, if he has the attacking stats, as he did with the, his 80 that he got um, not last week or the week before. Mm. Uh, but he only had... He scored 34. I reckon he was on 34 with the last 15 or 20 minutes remaining yeah. in that yeah. game. He yeah, just he stayed at 34. I'm like, what are you doing? Surely that the the fantasy um, scorers that do each game, I thought that oh, that they must be uh, having a few mistakes, but he just wasn't getting involved. They didn't they didn't go to his edge, and when they did, he wasn't tackling. The bigger forwards were getting in there, doing all the work, and he was just hanging back. So you're going to hold him though, uh, yeah? Yeah, hold him at the moment. Okay, you have to. Well done, boys. So that's going to be the final game on Monday, Anzac Day. Melbourne Storm up against the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, so it's looking to be a very good round of footy yet again. Um, before we get into our regular segments, we'd like to thank our sponsors of the podcast, starting off with Wolf Consulting and Risk. Uh, they are a Brisbane-based consulting firm servicing clients Australia-wide, and they specialize in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. So thank you to Wolf Consulting and Risk for jumping on the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast train, as well as Harsent Photography. They are the service you need at your party or special event. So if you're looking for professional photography, videography and even some of the best djs in southeast queensland jump on harson photography and if you want to find out more all you need to do is just visit harsonphotography.com or you can find them on all social media platforms so thank you very much to our sponsors for three blokes nrl fantasy podcast all right boys let's jump into it straight up with this one it is our player of the week Predicted player of the week. And boys, if you don't mind, I would like to start this off. A returning, go. a returning pain Haas in the Broncos is my player of the week. I think he's going to be fired up against the Bulldogs. I think he's got a, a lot of um a lot of uh energy now that he's had a week off and he's looking to prove that he is back better than ever. I think Payne Haas will be our uh, uh player of the week. That's just my prediction. Anyway, uh Nick, gonna go over to you, mate. Player of the week. Player of the week. Look, I don't want to be boring, but I'm going to go with the King and Ethan Cleary. Boring. Very boring. Very boring. It's just got Come a thousand on, this week. What's what's your backup? It's got a thousand. My backup mm. for player of the week. Mm. Let me just give you a quick, let me just scan for you. Boring. Hey, no, Why don't we give... <laughs> oh, come on. No, as a backup. <laughs> All right, backup ready. I'm going to give a spi- spicy option. James Tedesco. Wow. I hope so. Against the Dragons. I like it. I like it. Cal, mate, over to you. Look, since Nick gave two options, I'm going to give two options as well. <laughs> give it. And I'm going the Sunday games. Oh, sorry, not Sunday games. I should say the Monday. Monday, um, yeah. So I'm going to say if he plays, and we didn't actually mention Pappenhausen, uh, he had a little bit of an ankle injury, but he's been named to play and he's got the the long turnaround between the games from last week. So I think he should be okay. Mm. Um, I'm going to say Pappenhausen. Wow. I think he can score a lot against the Warriors. If he doesn't play, get ready for this, Sammy Walker. No. <laughs> that is a spicy That is a spice option. Get that in here. I love it, mate. First, isn't it his first Anzac game as well or second? 
No, he played last year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he played last year, yeah. He did all right, so. He could go, yeah, wow. That's a good option, mate. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, let's get into this now. Okay, cash cow of the week. Um, I haven't even thought about this this week yet, boys. So just give me a chance to really think about it. Uh, Let's start off with you, Cal. Cash cow of the week, mate. Yeah, look, it's an interesting one. For my team, it'll probably uh, remain tail and May because, like, he's just good. Um, but I'm going to say Blake Taff. Why not? Against Great. the Tigers. I think that the Tigers played really well last week. They might be a bit tired, and I think he can score well. So, Blake Taff, why not? Blake Taff, uh, I've just thought of one, so I'm going to do mine before we go to Nick, and that is Tuolagi from the Tigers. I think he's going to have back-to-back good scoring rounds. As well, so um, I like it. Yep, he he'll be a good option. Uh, Nick, mate, cash cow of the week. Oh, mate, you stole mine. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you're gonna say him at all. No, you can say him if you want, mate. I think I just think he's gonna do really well this week again. Yeah, I think I agree. I think he will. That's why I was gonna say him. But I'll give I'll give another option as well. Do it. A smoky option. Charles smoky. Staines. Oh. You feeling right, Cal? <laughs> feeling a bit sick to the stomach, mate? A little bit. I'm going to have to jump off the potty now. See you, boys. <laughs> You've done oh, done it no. now, Nick. Wow. There's another option for Jesse Arthurs. Oh, Shall okay. No, no. We're, we're, moving, we're moving on. We're moving on. Let's get into this right now. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 All right, sell of the week. And there are lots of options for this. Uh, let's start off with you, Nick. Sell of the week, mate. This one's quite easy for me. Billy Walters, get out of my team. Wow. Get out. You're in 20% of teams in fantasy. It's, it's highway robbery. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Uh, I'm, look, I'm going to go with Nick. I'm, I'm going to say Billy Walters, if anyone. Um, or even Jesse Arthurs, if you have him. You, Cal? I said Walters last week, and you should have listened, boys. Um, I'm going to say Josh King this week. Goodbye. He is going to go. See you later. Ah, speaking of goodbye. Adios. Goodbye! 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 Five of the week. Who do we reckon? Who Who is worth bringing in for round seven? I'm going to start off with Nicholas again. Nick, five of the week, mate. If you're looking to buy, which I'm not really looking to buy, mm. um, but I'm just going to say Blake Taff. I know he's not a gun, but I think you should. I think you should buy him. I really do, especially with our problems around wing fullbacks and and stuff at the moment. Cal, mate, I'm going to go over to you. Yeah, I agree. He was the one that I had written down. Blake Taff. He's the only clear option this week, really. Um, especially as a lower-priced uh, buyer of the week. So I reckon him, if you're wanting to have someone that's a gun as a buyer of the week, then Nathan Cleary. I was going to say Cleary as well. If you can really afford him and afford to to drop some players and bring Cleary in, he's my buyer of the week. But again, I'm not making any trades this week, so I don't really have a say, do I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like That's what I was saying. Like I haven't really gone in-depth into any big buys because I haven't. I'm not looking to buy no. too much. But if, if I were to make a trade, I would definitely try and bring in Nathan Cleary. So he's going to be my buy of the week and comes by of the week as well. 
All right. Very good. There you go, boys. Another episode down, another round of footy coming up, and hopefully another win for us three as well in our league or leagues. Just, just before more... we um, finish oh, and go into hello. the uh, outros. Hello. Um, I'd just like to congratulate someone that's in our league, uh, Mitch Harson. Um, he looks like he's going to be set to make his debut in the uh, Queensland Cup this week. So well done, mate. Excellent stuff, Mitch. Good on you, mate. Good on you. That's yeah. that's really good. Good way to finish off the potty. Um, yeah, good luck to you, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see if we can finish off this podcast on a on a uh, a weird note. I don't know mm. how to even introduce you, Nick. But um, mate, last words. Well, uh, you gave me a bit of an idea last week to um, tell a bit of a story to the outro and it's what fairy tale <laughs> would be appropriate this week. And it's, and it's the rooster and the dragon. It's the rooster and the dragon on Anzac Day. And uh, what a traditional game we have going. So I just thought I'd read you a, a tiny story that got me an insight into my tip for this game. Uh, um, so there once lived a rooster on a farm. The rooster had horns which were his pride and joy. One day a dragon came to the rooster and asked him, hey, buddy, can you lend me your horns? The story goes on, but I'll read you the conclusion that uh, to this day, uh, the dragon has never been seen on earth to avoid returning the horns to the roosters. So roosters win Anzac Day. Have a nice Anzac Day. Have a nice long weekend and we'll see you next week. Have a beer with your footy. What a story.